Hello and welcome to You've Never Seen Back to the Future. Hello, Leah. Hello, Ross. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. I mean, the the excitement is in my heart, if not in my voice. Okay. I'm excited about this one. Well, I, I, I always enjoy hearing your nonsense. And this is just well, the latest opportunity for, I mean, is that harsh? I was a little harsh. I think, I mean, so far, I think I, my batting average is, you know, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> so um, I know you think you smash every one of these. And at best, your film, your film descriptions have a passing resemblance. It's, it's just lucky that I know in advance what they are. Okay, so, so let's, let's just crack on. Let's, let's get into this one then. Fine. Fine. <laughs> the attitude. If we must. Right, here we go. I know a bit more about this one. Arnold S. is the robot guy. Basically, there is a man who ends up being experimented on. He becomes a robot. I think he's got a young girl as his sidekick, maybe his daughter. Anyway, he ends up being a very strong half robot that they can't control and he is programmed to kill people, but at his core he is good. I think this one has a sequel. Oh, and he's made to power down or leave or something, so he says, I'll be back. That is iconic. We are... <laughs> we're we're going to watch The Terminator. Is it called The Terminator? It's called The... Okay, I mean, this is an amazing start. What did you think the film was called? Terminator. Just Terminator. Yeah, I didn't realise it was The Terminator. Yeah, because he's The Terminator. Oh, okay. So you've never seen this? No. Have you seen bits of it? I've seen... No, I've never seen bits of the movie, but I have seen, like, a still, a movie still. Um, right. of like, but I don't know if it was this film. <laughs> so the so you've seen a, who, who? Yeah, what? Describe <laughs> the picture. The scene is like a man stood on a bridge, like a like a road bridge, and he's a road like, bridge, right? Like a, you know, like a, a bridge that is a road. So, like when a when a road goes over water, right? Like, okay, yeah. sure. And he's like half man, half robot kind of like bleeding and um, I think he's got like glasses on like what sort of glasses like like, like glasses. maybe like sunglasses maybe maybe, like, maybe sunglasses maybe just normal it so might not be sunglasses a robot yeah some sort of like visor or something this is this picture I've seen but to be fair that could be not related but sometimes in my head I think I just say oh that's that's the robot from that movie with the president of California in it. And then I'm like down, you know, but technically I'm not down because I don't know. I mean, technically he wasn't the president of California. Governor, governor, sorry, governor. But I'm interested to see this film purely because if he's a robot in it, um, this will really be a test for his acting because true. I've seen him as a kindergarten teacher, and I found that quite believable. So so the more people know him for this movie? I think I'd say this is his most famous thing. Yeah, this is like his his big break, essentially. He'd, oh, really? You know, you know what he did before, before he was an actor? 
I know fuck all about him, apart from the fact that he was the governor of California. I didn't even know that, so did he, I? Was he was Mr. Universe. He was a strong man. Shut and up. Have you never seen the photos or anything? No. But yeah, he was like Mr. Universe. He was a, a weightlifter, like a competitive weightlifter and stuff. Like really like successful. You know the ones who like really properly grease up and wear the tiny little pants? Oh, they make me feel sick. I re- That's what he did. I feel like their muscles could just pop out of their body at any moment. You know what I mean? Like imagine like pulling one of those muscles. You'd be like, oh my God, my muscles. Fuck. It doesn't look comfortable. It looks like it would hurt to sit down. I don't understand how you'd sleep. How you sleep like for me yeah. you, you want your you don't want your pajamas to be like catching on your muscles do you know what i mean i know everything just looks like it'd be a bit more like if you've got really big arms like your arms are so big like they're out by your side putting your hand in your pocket to get your keys out Impossible, looks right? more difficult yeah triangle man like, if you're trying to get like the coin for the trolley at sainsbury's <laughs> okay so let's go back to this you, you've seen a picture of him wearing glasses maybe sunglasses on yeah. a bridge yeah looking pretty fucked up because i think that he was basically an experiment gone wrong right so i think probably he was like in russia or somewhere and they not necessarily russia it's probably like a country that they've made up because they can't say it so probably like some, when they're like there's an issue in aberic stalia or whatever they want to call it and i think maybe he was arrested and then he was experimented on Let's say maybe his family sold him for bread or something. Sure. He gets experimented on. Yeah. Um, and but it goes wrong. Right. And what happens is the robot half of him, mm-hmm. they can't control it. He overpowers his captive slash creators. Yeah. And he is now out in the world doing some shit. Okay. So the one bit we've not really touched on um is he's a terminator. What who who's who's told him to go and kill people or has he just decided like when where does the terminating part come into this i think it's like bad programming like something goes wrong he's like so he's not supposed to be terminating no i think he was just well maybe maybe okay what what sort of robot is he supposed to be like a household one like a henry the hoover but more no, advanced. I think he's literally somebody's experiment. Like, so they were like, "Oh, I wonder what we could do with all these, like, robotic bits that we've got." And then they like pin them all in to this man, and it it all goes a bit wired. Like, he gets. I mean, I I don't know what happens because I'm in the movie. No, I but know, but, but that doesn't seem to stop you normally of like coming up with like a full plot. So in my head, this is where I'm where I'm at. Like, so he's an experiment; it goes wrong. Yeah, it's almost like. Do you know about the Raggy Dolls? No, is Arnold Schwarzenegger in that? No, no, no. I don't think so. It's a kids' program, right? When we were little, they're the Raggy Dolls. Raggy Dolls. Raggy Dolls. They're these dolls that basically were all backwards. So one of them's called Back to Front and the other one's called Sad Sack. It's really, really amazing. So they all end up being put in the reject bin. That's the song, the Raggy Doll song. Put them right. in the reject like bin. Like Super Ted. Anyway. They threw Super, super Ted away Ted. just like a, you know, well, like a... Pretty much. Yeah, it's similar. It's similar. what the defect was. Don't remember he like went through the conveyor belt yeah, thing and yeah. like the red light went off and then he they threw him in super. the bin that's what his defect was hmm? he was super that was his he defect he wasn't super then they made him su- spotty made him super after by taking him to the i don't remember who he took him to a wizard 
Did he have a rip in him? I think he had a rip oh, in him. Okay. Anyway, back to my ragdolls theory, right. right? So the ragdolls are all the things that got wrong. So they got stitched wrong. They got sewed up backwards. The thing is, that's what happened to this robot dude. Yeah. And they basically threw him into the reject pile. But he, from there, got up from that. Right. And he was, like, imbued with a power, right? And he went out, and he, but he was fucked. So he had a really good heart because he was still the man who had been kidnapped and sold for bread or whatever. Yeah. But at the same time, he also had all this robotic crap, which was making him like see bloody murder. And he just went and he just killed people. Is the the girl, his daughter, the sidekick, is she trying to stop him or is she on his side? So this, I get where I get this from. I don't know if it's true or not, but I remember somebody telling me that this girl is like there's a tv series about her i always think of the person who's friends with doctor who but it's not the same thing and she has her own spin-off series off the back of him and i've got a feeling so there must be a connection between them because otherwise it wouldn't really work so I, I think in my head I've always assumed he either had like a maybe it was like his sister or his wife or somebody who was like it can't be his wife who was sold for bread, but somebody was like, Oh my god, we have to get him back from the reject bin of, you know, despair. <laughs> right. And then I thought maybe it was his daughter, because then he could have had her young, really well, he, young, he, like maybe a bit of I was player. gonna say he got sold as a child for bread. Maybe he got sold at like 16, that's still a child. And then he gets sold for bread, yeah. so he didn't really have a choice to marry her. Maybe he was going to marry her, maybe he loved her, maybe they had a really, really good relationship, but then he got sold for bread. Or maybe she sold him to save the baby. Who knows? Like, his maybe wife, he, his future wife. he sold himself for bread, like, as a sacrifice, because oh, she's oh pregnant. She's pregnant with true? her baby. He sells himself for bread. For bread. I fucking hope that's true because that would be so beautiful. So, right. So, let's recap. We have got Arnold Schwarzenegger. So, as a child, he gets, he's in Russia or a Russian equivalent. He gets sold for bread because his pregnant girlfriend can't afford the child. So, he sacrifices, sacrifices himself, sells himself for bread so that she can be fed and the baby can grow up. He then gets go, gets sold to these people who turn him into a half robot. And due to bad programming, he becomes a killer. They throw him away first. They throw him, they, they discard him. They forget about him. The the robot builders. Yeah, like, they think it's a failure, right. so they chuck him. They're like rubbish. They throw him away. That's why. That's why he's so powerful because they don't even know he's got out of uh, the okay. dungeon where they and, the and is he robot. trying to kill anyone in particular because uh what you said was um he's programmed to kill people so is he just kill is he like an army robot or is he just he's just got like he's just got that red mist so he's like the programming that they've that done is basically in, like yeah kill, kill. Kill and he just goes out and he's just he when he sees people he just kills them, but but it's a struggle. It's not like he goes out and he's just like I will kill you and he kills you. He goes out and he's like oh my god I need to kill you I can't kill you. Uh, uh. He's got real inner right. turmoil because so he's aware still that, the he's, that he's ki- like he, he's not like a ruthless killer. Fuck no, he's like after every kill he's basically he's going through like 
all the stages of grief, like after every kill, because he is, he's like fully aware of what he's done. So it's like, imagine you who are, you know, you're not, you're not a killer. No, you you kill someone. And then in the moments after you've done that, imagine all the emotions you feel. He's feeling those okay. emotions. So, like he, he's, feeling so he's a time. very, uh, he, he's, he's killing a lot of people, but every one of them, like, and he's not just like mercilessly him. killing people. Be, it hurts him a little bit. Each one kills him a little bit inside. Oh God, he's like, he's fucked inside. Because he's just like, and he's not killing them with guns. He's like ripping their head off and shit. Like, <laughs> no, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, because he's got like, he's obviously ripping he's their robots. heads off. He's, yeah, he's so like, he's just proper. killing everyone. Is there, is there literally, there's no end in sight. He's like, I'm just going to kill anyone who stands in front of me. He's the only one who can stop himself. Like that's the slogan of this what, film, yeah. Like <laughs> again, it, it always feels like you're pitching me a film rather than we're talking about an actor. And you're like, "There's the slogan. That's what goes on the on the posters of this film that was made 35 years ago." Well, what I mean is, like, the only person that he can he has to save himself from himself, right? And he's the only one who can who can do this. He's the only one who can do this. Like genuinely, he's he. It's like, you know, always in movies, I mean, I haven't seen that many, but often in movies that I have seen, there's a bit where somebody is telling somebody that they're going to be okay or that they can come through this. Or, you know, like if, they're, if they've gone bad because they've like eaten a mushroom or dust has hit them in the face or something, people are like, you're in there. I know you're in there. Like, you, you oh, right, right, please. Right, okay. I, I'm sorry, I was concentrating like too much on like, people them. having dust in their face and having eaten mushrooms. It, I was trying to figure out what you were talking about there, but uh, no, I got it's there. like you talk to the person that's yeah. like... So I know you're under a spell, whatever. but I know you're in there. I know you're in there. I know you can do this. You just need to really believe. Come back to me. Like, this is the moment. We need you. All that. Or when people are dying, people do it. You can live. Hang on. Hang on in there. But this is the real problem of this situation because he is both at all times. Right. So he is the ripping out your throaty dude and the guy who's going, oh, my God, I've just killed an innocent person, dude. All so the this time. really would be a big acting job for him because so this is one of his first yes. big roles. He's not hit the heights of kindergarten cop yet. So at this point, this is one of his first big acting roles and he's got this inner, like, inner battle the whole time. I mean, honestly, he has got to, he's got, it's going to be tough, right? Because if you're a robot, you have very limited, even if you're a half robot, you've got very limited kind of facial range. Right. Again, it is worth reminding that all of this is based on one photo that you've seen, which we're not entirely sure is from this film, um, but is (laughs) Arnold Schwarzenegger on a bridge. All of this is based on a photo you've seen of Arnold Schwarzenegger on a bridge. So I feel like because of all those kind of bits of metal and shit that are on his face and, like, you know, maybe he's got some implants and he's got some ocular doodads, it's going to be very hard for him to just fully show all that emotion. Maybe he's only got one eye that's visible. I don't know. So how he's going to convey that to the audience, that worries me. Right. I've got to be honest. These are your concerns. So are you thinking this is going to be quite um, quite dialogue heavy then? Because he's not really, he's not showing that emotion in his face. But how are you going to know that he's got this inner battle? Maybe they'll run sort of like an inner monologue. Right, like a narrator doing it over the top. 
Or him, or like would it be, would it be him or, as the narrator, sort of like? Maybe he keeps a diary. <laughs> because why is that funny? Like he's he half kept... robot and he's keeping it going. I killed seventy nine people today. But he's half human. Maybe he needs to keep track of his kills. Right. Like in a way, I hope he does keep track of his kills because his only hope is that one day somebody can take the robot out of him. Right. Otherwise, like fucking. And you put think him down. he has to sort of? He's like, right. I need to. Keep a track of all the people I've killed because then in the sequel I can go back and make amends for all of the people that I've killed. Well, you'd hope so because if he has got that human, you know, human, I want to say human in the loop. That's not what I mean. If he has got that human side to him, you'd really hope that he's going to try and make amends for this fucking shitstorm of crap that he's causing. So how do you think this, the film ends then? I, so so I, you know that there's sequels to it. So how do you think this film... Sequels? Is there, that... Well, you said there's a TV series. You you said to me... Not I with a... him, though. Oh, okay. I think there's a sequel because um, when we were trying to buy the DVD for this, um, which we couldn't find, by the way, which I see as a good sign because it means people have kept hold of it, um, unlike some of the other movies, uh, <clears throat> no names mentioned here, but um, Ellie said, oh, look, here's a sequel. So maybe it was called Terminator 2. It wasn't called The Terminator 2. Do you sure is a the in front of it? Are you 100% sure? No, not now you've said that. Mm, I don't think it is. I think you're I just wrong. think grammatically it should be The Terminator. I think you're going to have a... I think you're going to have egg on your face. Uh, no, anyway, The Terminator. Um, oh, okay, fine. Is it The Terminator 2? No. That's an excellent okay. point. So The Terminator, but I was right, it was 1984. So, I mean, there's no real problem. I was that, one. But, yeah, all right. I mean, it's not like I was 27 or anything. Um, uh, so, yeah, he, so yeah, Terminator, The Terminator and then there is a Terminator Two, but it is just called Terminator Two. So there you go. That buys that moves me more towards my theory. That's why I, thought I, I think tell you end... because I thought you'll that'll just cement your view that Terminator Two. So so now Terminator Two. What do you think that's going to be about? So I think Terminator One. At the end of Terminator One, he powers down somehow, probably because somebody manages to find a way to like to shut him down. But in doing so, they shut down his robot side, but his human side is, like, still you there. You think it's just so it's like, like a little a power switch somewhere? Like, one of those ones you've got to get, like, a, a hairpin to, to poke it. And then it's like, no, you need the little iPhone, iPhone um, wingle, you know, the wingle yeah, that you wingle. get. Yeah, a, a wingle. Like, like, it's a word for nothing, right. like, you know, a hoo-ha or a... Actually, that means something else in America, so let's not go with that. Um yeah, so I think <laughs> that someone manages to power him down at the end of the first film. And basically what we're left with is kind of like panning out shot of the complete and utter carnage that he's caused across the, you know, the, the years. Because I, I think it's years. How are you going to pan out on a shot that covers years? Firstly, I do always love that when you... Very clever camera. <laughs> I do always love when you're like... When you're like, the, the film opens and you tell me like what the script would be doing of a film that already exists. And now... Yeah, but you have to, you have to see it in your mind's eye. Like, I have I seen have a very it. Visual. The question is... Yes, okay. Okay, so look, let, 
Is there any reason you've not seen The Terminator? There's no reason. It's just... There's no reason why I haven't seen any film. It's just... I haven't seen it. Like, it's never come up. No one's ever been like, oh, do you want to watch Terminator? Or The Terminator? I can't believe it's The Terminator. That's really awkward Because he is The Terminator. Yes, but you don't know that, do you? Unless you watch the movie. So just call it Terminator and be done with it. Well, how does the the change that? You're not like, oh, now it's got a... Now now it's just called Terminator. Anyone could be the Terminator. Is it the guy on the bridge and the glasses? The short-sighted robot? You never need the the in movies. When you go on like Netflix or something and you go to search for a movie, if you were searching for this film, are you telling me you type in the word the at the beginning? Because if you would, you're a fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> there's no benefit to it. All the yeah, is, is the article. It's an article, right? Yeah, but why, so article. why do you think it's the Terminator? Because there's only one? Well, yeah. It's like the term. He's the Terminator. He's, that's what he's doing. He's terminating. Okay, so again, now you know all about the film. Now you've figured out the film based yeah. on its, based on most of the, on fifty percent of the title and a man, a uh, short-sighted robot on a bridge. Mm. What do you think is a more appropriate title, on based on your synopsis? I would call it something like. Oh God. The man in the machine. Ooh, the man in the machine. Yeah. That is actually really good. The machine has, like, taken over this guy. They basically just... Well, look, the problem with this is now I believe my own narrative. So now when I sit down to watch the film, we're like, what the fuck is this? This isn't Terminator. <laughs> and that's a problem. Hang on, they haven't even mentioned him, the, the bread. What this? Yeah, so it might, my film would be a good film. My, my movie would be good. You're right, there is a bit of an issue of the panning back on the murder of the years. I know how we do it. We do it yeah. in photos. We do it in police photos. It's like... That's good. And you basically just see all of these pictures on a desk or on a board, one of those crime scene boards, or in the crime room where they've got all the pictures of... And you just pan around the room like this, and he's just in the corner, like, just slumping, just... He's just man. Like the end of you with suspects. Yeah. Have you seen? Yeah, I knew that. I I mean, I just say these now just to see whether you've seen anything. You've not seen the usual suspects. I might have seen that. That sounds familiar to me. Um, But to be honest, we'll figure that out whether you've seen it. Yeah. Uh, And that and this leads me on. Then, if that's the end of the first film, right? I mean, it's a big if. They think he's dead. They think it's all done and dusted. But the man's there. The man is like... And then that's what we learn. At the very end, we go in and we go into his eye and we, we're seeing the room. Not from his not from his um, robot eye, from his human eye. And we oh. see the tear. Tear. Yeah, single tear, absolutely. End scene. Cut scene, yes. And then the sequel, this is what you asked me, the sequel is the judgment day because somebody is somebody has taken his body, right? Because they know he's alive and they're going to try and reanimate the robot part of him. Right. And that's hence for judgment day because he's but, killed a lot of people. Yeah, and but he doesn't work and they end up reanimating the human part of him so he can like process and then it hits his own judgment on himself. <laughs> oh, man, that's deep. Okay, look, that's that's the perfect place for us to to stop and actually go and watch the film now. 
and then uh, and then we'll come back and um, and then you can talk me through your thoughts on it and how close uh, how close they got to your vision. Awesome, sounds good. Cool. All right, well, stay with us. Hi. Okay. So we've just been away and we've we've watched the film and and I said what what's now become my favorite thing is that you send me a text message saying I've watched it, I have thoughts. Which I want to ask you straight away every time what are your thoughts. I'm like no, I need to save this. So I watched this yesterday. Yeah, I watched it yesterday and yeah. I've like slept on this. And I I mean I'm I'm going to start big and I'm going to say this film is terrible. Like it, it is <laughs> absolutely terrible and it's terrible for a hell of a lot of reasons but there are also some bits in it which I think are pure brilliance um so yeah I don't know how you want to run through this I mean let me just start by saying that when the film started I was like what the actual fuck is happening and they were like oh here we are in 2029 with all the spaceships so I was like Okay, well, I guess this was made in like the 80s, so I can give them a bit of a break. And then I was like, no, no, I can't give them a break. Because even though it was made in 1980, that is only 50 years. And if I think 50 years into the future, I don't go full on alien space war, like invaders, world destruction. This isn't fact based. Don't set it 50 fucking years in the future. Like, Set it in thirty twenty nine. If it makes no difference, no. But they have to be able. It has to be at that timeline because you've because they've got to send back the guy to 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 see the mother. Oh yeah, yeah, true. But it just doesn't. It's fucking ridiculous. It's it so only ridiculous. works if you do. And I know you've not seen Back to the Future, and that's the whole point that we're doing this podcast is to get you to the point where you're ready for Back to the Future, which you're clearly not there for yet. This put me off, Ross. From the beginning, I was like, I'm sorry, if you can't, you're right. Okay, so that, but that, I didn't know that at the time, right? So then they're like, and, and it's so bad. You're watching it, and you're like, oh my God, this is so bad. This is so bad. And then all of a sudden, it cuts to like, here's some lightning and here's some naked people. Naked person one, naked person two. And I'm so confused at this point because I'm like, are they friends? Are they like, and, 15 minutes into the film, I think it's where I'm, yeah, yeah, 15 minutes in, I wrote, I feel like I'm in the middle, no, sorry, two minutes in, I feel like I'm in the middle of the movie, it's so fucking confusing, like, I don't have a brain that can deal with shit just happening without any sort of narrative, and this film has no narrative. There is 15 minutes of actual dialogue that makes any sense. The rest of it is just people getting shot and, like, moody kind of arty shots. If you watch it back and you just time record when people are talking about something that actually matters, it's less than a 15-minute movie. Oh, it's true. So, Because I'm now, obviously, like, I'm trying to re-watch them with you so that, like, it helps this conversation. And I, I make notes to kind of go I wonder what this kind of go right I wonder what Leah's going to think of this but I'm also watching it going imagine watching this for the first time and not having a clue you're getting to experience something that not a lot of people our age do because everyone else has seen these films but then it did make me think while I'm watching it like it is a good 20 minutes in 
before he explains the Anything. whole premise of the film. Yeah, so, I mean, look, although I would say the first note I've got down says Arnold Schwarzenegger's penis. Because you full-on see his dick. Do you? Dude, I thought that would be, like, the first thing you would say. I said to Ellie, I was like, oh, my God, his bum. I see his bum. Like, I'm like do we see his cock? And she's like, no, no, of course not. It's a better defined ass than I expected him to have. I guess he was he was still in full, like, weightlifter mode then. But, yeah, but he walks along and it's swinging. And it was like, oh, wow, I, I do not remember. I mean, unless this was, like, a special Amazon Prime edition. Where you get, where you get penis with it? Didn't see a lot of penis. I mean, don't get saw any. I mean, don't go back looking for it. I'd never. Yeah, maybe it was enhanced version or something. Maybe you know, special yeah. effects since. Because I would have called that out. Damn right. I, I say it was my first note because I was like, there, there was swinging. Wow! No, there wasn't swinging in my version because my first note was 2029 spaceships and then 20 question marks and then naked. And then I called out the lightning and the naked people. But then, and this was like, at this moment, I was like, oh my God, this is absolutely ridiculous. When he goes into that department store or whatever it is, then he's trying to... The, the skinny, on, when, when you say him, which one are we talking about? Skinny naked dude. Right, okay. Um, and he's like running around and like, you know, blah, blah, blah. He goes into this department store and at one point he's like in a dressing room and then there's a close-up of a Nike shoe. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh my god! Like the first thing in this movie that makes sense to me, the first thing is a fucking paid promotion for a trainer. Because you didn't have any shoes because you you go back naked. Do you not remember that bit? They make, they explain this very. They explain it really late on when the man's like, "Why didn't you bring any super turbo weapons with you?" And he's like, "You can't bring anything back with you. You have to be naked." They explain that like. An hour in. At this point, you're like, there's two naked people. One of them's, like, really beefed up, like he's on fucking crystal meth. And the other one is, like, fucking scrawny as fuck, like he's a heroin addict. He's just ran into a department store and started stealing clothes. And now he's doing a shoe promotion with Nike. I I was really confused about it. So... Yeah. So you're right, because it's, it's a long time till they explain anything. So for that, we in, in that first 20 minutes, you're like, well, hang on a second. They're, they're not in Russia. Russia. And yeah. No one's talking about bread. bread at all. This is what actually happens, and this is what I realised when I was watching yesterday. I was like, oh, this isn't the right film. Like, this isn't, <laughs> this isn't Terminator. And then I was like, no, no, no. This is the film. What you thought Terminator was, this isn't it. And then I'm like, what did I think Terminator was? The, I mean, the bit that I know on the bridge, he's that is not in this movie. It might be Terminator 2. Well, I was very upset about it. And, and then, so I'm kind of like on the fly, I'm like adjusting. And obviously I'm also going, my movie's better because this is shit. And then we get to the bit where... I mean, not a lot happens. This is the other thing. Not a lot happens. And there's a lot of problems with this movie. I'll be honest with you. There's a lot of really major problems. Like, the fucking Iguana, that was a bit of a page-turner for me. So, when... About about why why they, they have one? Adds no fucking value. Like... Okay, yeah. So, well, I, I, I will say for our millions of listeners, because I'd forgotten about the Iguana thing. I'm not even sure what sort of lizard thing it was. But, yeah, so 
Sarah Connor in her apartment has a big lizard. And you're right, it doesn't add anything to the story. I guess it's some sort of... I mean, what does it tell you about her character that she has a big lizard? What were they going for when they were like, let's give her a lizard? I don't know. But one thing I do know, um, because I Googled it afterwards, she's supposed to be 19. Yeah. I mean... I was about to ask. She's like 30 if she's a day. And to be honest, she's a pretty... She doesn't strike me as a pretty like savvy person like she's a shit waitress she can't keep orders straight she can't deliver stuff she dunks coffee she all over put ice cream in her pocket i mean that was fuck. the parents just sat there true yeah and trust me like i worked in a little chef like, i know how fucking bratty kids can be but right, my- hold on hold on i didn't know that you worked in a little chef i got fired from a little chef what'd you get fired for well, multiple instances, but the point is... No, 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 no. We need to stay on the Little Chef thing. So, which, do you want to name and shame for Little Chef? They've probably all closed down by now. I don't actually know where it was. Well, I, of course I know where it was. I worked there. But I don't know what the actual name of the place was. So it was just outside of Axminster and Devon. <laughs> Your voice went so Devon then. I've never heard you do that before. Oh, really? You said, you said Axminster in the most Devon voice I've ever heard. Okay, so... I worked there, had an amazing boss called Sandy. Um, if, she, if you're listening, Sandy, you rocked. Um, Sandy used to smoke in the kitchen, and Sandy used to smoke over the uh, big vat of tomato soup where we used to just stir that every day. And when it was running low, oh. we just tipped more soup into it and just kept it hot 24-7. Oh, no, they never remade the soup, but it was just topped up. Yeah, just topped up. How long ago in... In, in Little Chef history, is this? 20 years. Yeah, okay. they never ordered the soup in Little Chef. Anyway, so there's a few instances. I feel I've got more Little Chef questions than I have Predator, but okay, carry on, carry on. Oh, there's, oh, there's so much. I mean, there was this one time where this guy and this woman, I mean, our Little Chef was weird, but this guy came into the Little Chef with his wife, and um, the Little Chef is notoriously fucking shipped to their staff, or they were, because... You have to ask every customer if they want bread rolls. And if you forget that to ask a customer if they want bread rolls, if you forget and you don't tick it on your little piece of paper and the customer says, hum, you didn't ask me if I wanted bread rolls, you have to give them bread rolls for free and that comes out of your salary. I mean, how much do bread rolls cost? In a little chef, when I was working there, 69p. And I got paid £3 an hour. So if you had a table of like six people... You can do the maths on that because, you know, it's over It's over an hour of my pay. If you bring someone a drink and they didn't like it and you had to remake it for whatever reason, that came out of your pay. So quite often you could end up, like, just working for fucking nothing. If you weren't very good. I mean... Because if somebody's there going, can you tell me all the ingredients, please, on the so-and-so breakfast? Oh, would it be... Can you tell me if the um, so-and-so burger has... Um, is it is it like got any allergens for this? I mean, people bamboozle you with questions. People didn't people care like, about allergens twenty years ago. They care about no shit. People would be there going, "Oh, can I have a strawberry milkshake?" But can I get a shot of chocolate in it? Like people were fucked up. And the little chef, to be honest, <laughs> I love that your example of fucked up <laughs> strawberry <laughs> milkshake with a bit of chocolate in it. People were fucked up. It was fucked up if you were a little chef waitress and. There was a lot of stuff that happened. Well, I'll give you a real fucked up example. So this man, this woman, they came into the little chef. They were sat in the smoking section, which is like at the back of the little chef. It wasn't very big. It only had like, I want to say 20 tables. And um, they finished their meal and they were, he, he'd obviously gone to the bathroom and he came back to the table and then 
his wife came up to the till. The till was like a floating wooden like stand where yeah. people came to pay and they could collect the lolly. I've heard of tills. That's yeah, how yeah, the yeah. Okay. works, right? So she comes up and she's like, my husband has cut his arm in the bathroom. It's very bad. You're going to need to get a medic. And I was like, oh, okay. So I went to get Sandy, Chains making Sandy, right, Sandy from the uh, back. And I said, oh, Sandy, some, she was a manager. Somebody's cut their arm in the bathroom. She's like, okay, where are they? So they're in the smoking section. She's like, fine, I'll go and have a cigarette with them. Go into the bathroom and, and try and find out how he's done this. So off I go into the bathroom, like looking around, looking around, looking around. There's nothing there. There's nothing. There's nothing at all that's broken. And um, so I come out and I find Sandy and I'm like, I don't know how he's done this. There's like nothing wrong. And um, so I was like, okay. So she goes over and she's like, how, how did you do this? And he's like, cut it on the toilet. <laughs> so I've looked and there's nothing there at all, right? So I come out and I tell my boss, I'm like, there's not, there's no way he can hurt himself. Like, there's nothing in there. So she goes over and she asks him, like, how, how did you hurt yourself? But I'd imagine she's got, because she smokes her show. So I need to ask you a question. Pretty much, yeah, that's her. How you hurt yourself. So he's like, oh, I, I, cut, I cut it on the toilet. <laughs> so she sends me back in. She's like, go and look at the toilet. Go and look at the toilet. See how he's cut his arm. Like, he's cut his arm. And bear in mind, he's cut his arm. A good two-thirds of the way up his forearm on the inside. So I go back into the toilet and I'm like, is it the door? Is it the like the toilet roll dispenser? Like, we've only got one toilet in the men's and then the urinal. So it's like, there's only one toilet and there's like nothing wrong with it. So I'm like, I don't understand this at all. Like, this is just really, really weird. But I don't want to go back out and be like, I can't find it because clearly this man's arm is cut and he's telling us he's cut it on the toilet. So it must be me that's being thick. And then I'm like, I'm looking at the toilet and I notice that they're like in the wa- under the water line of the toilet. Oh, God. The like ceramic bit that goes back round is chipped. So right. I'm like, well, that's the only bit I can see that that's broken so i don't know so i go back out and i'm like look i'm really sorry i can't see how he's done this like can you be more specific can you tell me how exactly you've hurt yourself and he's really doesn't want to say anything and his wife's like for fuck's sake norman or whatever his name was can you please just tell them how you did this and he's like i don't i don't want to talk about it and she's like you have to tell them you have to tell them how (laughs) how you've done this norman because we're going to sue them and she's going mental He's like chain smoking in the corner of the smoking area. She's like really worried about this guy. And I was like, the only way I can see that you could have done this is is if you actually put your hand in the toilet. And the woman was like, don't be ridiculous. And he was like, looking really sheepish. And she was like, did you put your hand in the toilet? And he basically had to have shoved his hand not just in the toilet. He had to shove it in the toilet and all the way up the back of the... Around the U-bend. Around the thing. U-bend. Oh, God. What? Anyway, she was so angry, the wife, because she realised that she just told her she was going to sue so her and her husband's a toilet pervert. <laughs> <laughs> she grabbed him and just ran out of the little chef. And Sandy was oh. like, oh, well, we won't write that one up. And I was like, okay. And I just went back to the kitchen and like made... 
toasted tea cakes or whatever. Okay, can they, and in a future episode, we'll come back to how you got sacked from Little Chef. Yeah, well, first of all, I have to tell you the three ways that I didn't get sacked from Little Chef, because in a way, they're slightly more impressive. So, yeah, so I don't think she is much older than 19 in real life when she did it. It's just the size of her hair. I mean, it's the 80s, so... She's a shit waitress. She's got an iguana. This is important, because later on, you know, when they start talking about her and how she's going to be all, like, fucking you know, we'll come back to that because I've got thoughts. One of the things I've written here, and I think this is important to say, is Sarah Connor is a dick. And I Whoa. Truly... That's a big shout. What? That's a big shout. Why 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 do you think she's a dick? I think she's a dick for so many reasons. I mean one that I mean to be fair, she's been written like a dick, so it's not entirely her fault. Yeah, again, I mean I feel I shouldn't need to say this kind of twice in one episode, but it's not a documentary. Um, no. it's her character like he's not really a murderer his character is a murderer the penis it is, is brutal him. though right it is br- like yeah. as in, so I'm saying the character Sarah Connor is a dick I mean she might be a lovely person whoever she is but the actual the character is a fucking idiot I mean Why you... put it this way if you if you wake up one morning and you're at work and you're a shit waitress and then somebody, waiter, I guess, in your case, and then somebody turns around and says, oh, my God, Ross Parks has been murdered on the news. And you're going to be like, wow, that's really unfortunate because my name's Ross Park. And then later on, you're like, oh, another person called Ross Parks has been murdered. Yeah. Oh, that's really unfortunate because my name's Ross Park. The next thing I do isn't ring the police and go, I think there's a person here who's trying to kill me because my name's Ross Park. I think I'd be pretty freaked out if two Ross Parks have just been killed in a day. Freaked out enough that you're ringing the police from a club? Dude, I was pretty freaked out that when I started at my last job, there was a guy called Ross Parker started the same day as me. You didn't call the police, did you? I know, but if a third person had joined the company called Ross Parks at the end of that week, then I'd be like, something fishy is going on. I think, to be honest, it's a really odd question to ask you because you are more likely to call the police if two Ross Parks are dead. If if two of me are dead, I'm like, not even bothered. If three of me are dead, I'm thinking about setting up a WhatsApp group. I'm not <laughs> calling the police. No, I, I think you're... Uh, I think if people with your name in the city you live in so like we're talking in like Los Angeles. It's not like Worthing. Like I live in a village compared to Los Angeles. There must be how many? And that's the other thing in the phone book. It's like, oh, there are four people with the same name. It's not how the fucking phone book works. That is exactly how the phone book works. No, it isn't. What do you mean? No, it isn't. That's how the phone book works. It lists people's phone numbers first and name. their name. I don't think in America. Name. Yeah. I don't know what name I would have to have for me to not be concerned about multiple people called exactly the same name as me in the same order in the phone book. It's two to people. Be... It's not like there was 20. It's not, I don't know. I just felt the whole thing. I felt like she was a bit like, and the police were like, you know what? It'll be okay. She'll call us. And 10 minutes later, she's like, hi, I'm calling you from a club. I think there's a man following me. It wasn't even the right man. And I'm going to get killed. So this was, this was this. The and this is all before say, you know what the storyline is as well, like what the before they've explained. So again, that's like 15, 20 minutes in. You still don't know what the storyline is. And we're going, oh, so what are you thinking at this point that this guy's looking for Sarah Connors? Yeah. D- do you know why? No. Because bear in mind, like your your whole 
what you thought the film was about never once mentioned someone looking for a woman or called Sarah Connor or anything like that. No. So is this just all like mind blowing to you? I didn't understand what was happening. And yeah, like I, to be honest, I do. I did just find myself going, just go with it. It's not the film you wanted to see, but you know, you just have to, <laughs> you just have to make the best of a bad situation. You wanted to see was in your head. Yeah, I wanted to see that film. I wanted to see it play out on the screen. I wanted to yeah, see. You were, like, you were like, they've. We're an hour in. Still, no one's talked about bread. And what about the baby? Yeah. Well, what about all of it? I mean, it, well, everything I hoped this movie would be, it wasn't. And and there was. What I will say is it's fucking brutal. I mean, all of the the killing, like when he yeah. kills that guy at the beginning, where he just like rips into his body. That bit, I was like, wow, okay, I might quite like this movie because at least he, it's quite gory. I mean, he did just kill people. There was a lot of stuff, and then there were bits. So where he, I was like, he was a Terminator. Hell, he was Terminator. Quite brutal, isn't it? He doesn't have. I mean, the guy actually says the the skinny naked guy. Well, Naked Guy Two, as I like to refer to him, he actually says, "You know, I'm not, I'm not like him. Like he has no fucking feelings, and he will just, just kill. You can't stop him." And it's like, okay, cool. So he is, he is just gonna like rip the fucking world apart until he gets to, to meet his objectives. But, but this is, pardon. This is the opposite to what you thought, because you were like, "Oh, with with every death, it, it hurts him a little bit inside." Yeah. And when you were like, so when you killed the first person, you were like, oh, I think I saw a little tear. And then... I hoped that he was going to, like, get... To be honest, I thought by the time he found the right Sarah Connor, he wouldn't be able to kill her. At that point, early on, I was like, oh, this is it, you see. Going to kill all these people. And by the time he finds her, he's going to go to kill her and he's going to, like, change his mind. But after right. the scene in the club, I was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. Like, this guy is fucked. And then when he started, like, getting in cars and just, like, ripping off his own face i mean that bit was fucking brilliant essentially i stopped making notes after that because i was like for me this film is a 15 minute short you could every single bit of it the the important bits they arrive in lightning they find her he's killed a couple of connors before her whatever she's like fuck he does his nike shoe advertisement they (laughs) meet in the club he's like come with me i'm gonna save you they go together, they avoid him, they find him, they avoid him, they find him, they avoid him. He kills her entire fucking fan base. Like, her friend is dead, her friend's boyfriend is dead, her mum's dead. Like, she's got no fucker left. Like, she's alone. Her Iguana's yeah. dead, I think. I don't know if he killed her. No, you know what? I don't think they ever refer back to the Iguana again, so... Well, maybe he made it, but everyone else is dead. So she's I think there's a spin-off film with the Iguana. What? There might be a spin-off film with the iguana. We're Maybe. All I mean, it's probably better than this film. There's a moment <laughs> in it where, you know, you start think I started thinking about it and I was like, nothing has happened. Like when they go to the flashbacks, and it's like and then when the flashback happened and he's like looking at the picture of her, and you're like, Oh my god, I fucking get it. She's gonna have sex with him. He's gonna be the baby daddy and the daddy and I was like fuck me this is so fucking contrived <laughs> yeah. and then we got back into the motel and he was like I've loved you I've always loved you and walked away and she was like oh why don't we love each other then they have the most oh what is with the 80s awkward sex like more and uh, more awkward sex and I do love the fact that they use like fist clenching as like 
To show the passion, yeah. To show the passion, yeah. And so I'm like, you people are fucked. You, you're running away from a man who's insistent on killing you. He's a machine. You know how deadly he is. You've got a fucking bullet wound and you're making out in a fucking shoddy motel. Like, no respect for you at all. And then, obviously, so, then... Also, do you think, like, she... Like, he said... I love you and I've always loved you. And that's based on a photo that his friend gave him of his friend's mum. Yeah. But Ross, he had but to then make she went that for happen. It. She was like, she was like, you know what? That is a good line. Like, that is romantic. If someone told you that they were in love with you and they always had been because they'd seen your photo. I would rather would you be like, you know what? I'll get in bed with them. To be honest. Let's be honest here. This is all this is all bollocks anyway because he knows, right, that he's sending back his own father to make his make him. Yeah, again, that's quite weird because he's like that. I mean, so I'm he sure made they... this. He made his friend, who is his father, fall in love with his mother from a photo before they met. It's so fucked up. It's like it, it's just messed up, and then. Oh, then, then this is it. All the weird stuff, the burning, the the, the 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 bit in the end where she squashes him, all of that stuff, all of that was just like, whatever, I'm so over it, I just want it to end. And then she goes and says at the end, and I wrote this down, I actually rewound it and watched it again so I could write it down exactly. She says, in the few hours that we had together, we loved a lifetime's worth. No, you fucking didn't. You're <laughs> a machine. You had sex in a motel, and for the rest of the time, you either argued, ran away from him, or allowed the police to interrogate him and tell you he was mad. You did not love a lifetime. So that guy, his name's Reese. He is running around commando in a tramp's pair of trousers. If you remember, he lands, he takes the trousers off the tramp. Yeah. So he's naked, takes trousers off the tramp. And then later in the film, you're like, oh, he's still wearing those like paint-covered things. So he's going commando in some tramp trousers. Well, she had sex with him. She's got crab now. Crab. Oh, that would not have been nice down there. Also, can I just say, I really, really did believe that, you know, the iconic line, apparently, of I'll be back, which apparently yeah. is an iconic line, that is not the way to use that. You are a time-travelling robot, right? And when yeah. you say, I'll be back, it's not before you die. It's not before you get crushed in a fucking crusher. It's not before you transport yourself out by lightning back to the future. It's when you're going in to drive into a police station. It's just fucking garbage. But hang on. It's not like it ha- he already had a catchphrase and then they had to work it into the film. That was a line in the film that became iconic. You can't be like, oh, I used that entirely the wrong time. It wasn't appropriate. But it's not He went in, he had to look around, and then he was like, I'll be back. Now, I would question, I don't see the need for him to drive through the front of the thing. Like, he's already in reception. The guy didn't even care, though. This is the other point. If you're saying, I'll be back, I, I've heard people say that. I didn't realise it was from this film, I don't think. But right. I've heard people say it. Like and like, I imagine it would be like really iconic. He, the guy is not even interested. The guy behind the counter is like, I don't give a shit whether you're back or not, mate. You're a dick. Were you expecting? Oh, you did the catchphrase, dude. No, but I was like, expecting him to use it in a way that was clever. It's not clever. You walk into a police officer and say, "Hi, I want to see someone. I want to speak to this person." They're like, "No, I'm sorry, she's busy. I'll be back." Okay, mate. Fuck off. I don't care. <laughs> what? 
All right, can you just uh, make a note? Tell her I can, please. Yeah, exactly. Take take a memo. Like you don't you I I so don't so get it. You're but unhappy that this, that this iconic line in the film is actually quite throwaway. That's what you're unhappy about. But he doesn't use it and then say, he doesn't shoot people and then say, I'll be back and there's no one there or something. You're unhappy that he literally was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll come back. I'm assuming, right, that this film... Oh, God. Well, no, genuinely, I, I'm assuming that this film, people like it for a reason that I don't understand. And it may what? be that I'm just watching it in the wrong, like, time. Like, maybe you need to watch it in the 80s. Maybe you need to watch it when, you know, lightning effects are cool. Or, you know, I don't know. But essentially for me, this film was absolutely shit. And there was nothing in it at all that was redeeming. Like at all, there's there's not even a. I mean, no, that's not true. That's not true at all. There's a couple of bits that are redeeming. When he gets squashed in that bit, that was kind of cool. At the end. Yeah, the end. Yeah. Right. So that end was good. Okay. And I kind of liked it when he. I, I kind of liked it when she like broke her leg, and was like tr- pulling that bit above that bolt out of her leg, and I when she went over to see that dude, and he was like clearly dead, like. That was, I mean, I was glad he was dead because I was it's like. Whole... So so your, your favourite bit so far are when the lead character gets very badly injured, when another lead character dies and just before the end of the film. These are your favourite bits of the film? Yeah. Okay. So it, so you don't see why pe- people like it or why it became popular? No. Do you see why it made a bit of a, you know, quite a big star out of Arnie? That this was like his first, no, sort of, no. It didn't have a story, Ross. Like, this is the problem, right? It didn't have a story. It was so fun. It was strung together with tenuous threads. No one put a lot of thought into it. To be fair, <laughs> the acting was pretty shoddy. There wasn't anything about it that made you think. I did. Oh, I didn't care. I didn't care if, if if Sarah Connor lived or died. I didn't care if her son was around. To all he did was motivate the fucking people to fight the machines. He didn't invent something that changed history. He didn't make a serum. He was a motivator, apparently. <laughs> and she, she's the woman who brought up that child. I don't think so. She couldn't even fucking lay a table. She was not like. And, and they didn't do enough character development, apart from to give her a bandana at the end, to make me believe that she was going to bring up that child in a way that he would go on to be the people's hero. What about the actual like story of this? Did you think it was clever that the guy in the future... No. ...that they sent back the Terminator to kill him before he's even born? So did you not think, oh, that's quite clever? No. Have you not had that conversation like a million times? If you could travel back in time and kill Hitler as a baby, would you do it? Like well, everyone's had that conversation, no? I mean, you don't have to be Hitler, could be anyone. Take right. out the fucking awkward shagging in the motel because it didn't really need. It didn't really add anything for me. Take out this tenuous timeline bullshit. Take out this photograph that apparently caused him to volunteer to travel back through the, the eight naked lightning jump, and just. Take out all of it, actually. It's a shit film. My God, you can't fix this film. What you need to do is start again. (laughs) Start again with a man who gives up everything to save his baby. 
for bread. I don't I just I don't know. I'm I've got this idea for a film. They're in Russia. Yeah, they're, they're, young, young. they're, in, they're in Russia. There's going to be some scientific investigation somewhere along the line. Okay, so as far as you're and do you want to? Uh, I mean, <laughs> do you want to rename it from the Terminator? Then is there a name that's more appropriate? You think for the now you've seen it. <sighs> um. I don't know. I mean, honestly, I mean, he didn't even terminate her. It's not even like he was good at his job. If he called it the failed termination, then that's just like he's the terminator. Yes, but he didn't terminate her. Yes, but you don't know that until the... But he is still a Terminator. It doesn't make him not a term. If I've got a dishwasher and it's broken, it's still a dishwasher. Yeah, but you wouldn't name a fucking film after it, would you? Because nobody <laughs> would watch it. I wouldn't talk to you about it if I did. How many points out of ten would you give this film? <sighs> I mean, again, like, it's... The hard thing is, having seen it so many times and knowing about it, like, it's hard not to give it a seven, an eight. Oh my god, that actually hurts me. So you enjoyed it, like watching it again brought you joy. Mm, yeah. Did it bring you joy? It, it did not bring me joy. I, I'm. Do you know what though? I am really glad I watched it purely because now when anyone says blah blah, blah I don't have to say, oh, back. I haven't seen Terminator, and then go have people go, you haven't seen Terminator. What the fuck is wrong with you? So. That's the reason I'm glad, because now I'll just be like, oh, yeah, Terminator. Yeah, but again, yeah, that's the whole point of this podcast, is us going through all the films that we think you should have seen, and you haven't. any that are actually any good, though, because at the moment, what I'm thinking about this podcast is, I've saved myself a shitload of time, <laughs> right, not watching shit movies, and you're now making me undo all that good work. I'm, wa- I'm just wasting your hours away. Well, you did say you were pleased you watched it. So that I am pleased. Until the next one then. <laughs> <laughs>